Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I'm so happy to be with you again today as we consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. We offer a number of ways to help you with your journey, so I hope you're taking advantage of everything that we offer. You can subscribe to this twice-a-week podcast, and if you sign up for our newsletter, you'll get more from me and advance notice of things that are coming up. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com and check all that out. Today we're talking about working with an anxiety coach, therapist, or counselor. And what are the differences and what's the best for you? We're all different and our situations are different. And so what is the best for you? There is a difference between counseling, coaching, and therapy. And there isn't a right or wrong way to go on this. So you want to go with what resonates with you and what is working for you. And that way you can find the right uh, professional help that you want to have. So let's talk about it a little bit here and see if we can't tease out what is what so that it isn't so confusing for you when you are looking for a little bit more help beyond the podcast, let's say, or beyond the reading that you're doing. And many people that I see have therapists. So there's also combinations of things you can do. There are teams that you can build. I've worked in eating disorder uh, work with people for many, many, many years. And those are all teams. We have, uh, we have the nutritionist, we have the dietitian, we have the therapist, we have the psychiatrist, we have the doctor. Now we're not all there together, but we do meet together occasionally. And I have had clients in the past where I have spoken with some of their other team members. Now that's not necessary in most cases, but for some people that have been putting all of their efforts in one area and they bring somebody new in that can be helpful. What are the different roles that these other people are playing? As you all know, I am in a coach. And so I'm also a nutritionist and some of our nutrition work comes out in the coaching that we do here for anxiety. Some people don't need that, so we don't get into it. But as we go along, there are also counselors, there are life coaches, social workers, counselors, psychologists, psychiatrists. We're going to leave the actual psychiatrists out of this, but we are going to talk a little bit about counselors, life coaches, uh, regular anxiety coaches, social workers, and psychologists. Now, many people come in and they have very direct, clear diagnosis that they have been given by somebody in the medical model. And diagnoses are given for many reasons, and they actually work to help the clinician speak with other people on their team and to bill for insurance. Because if in this day and age, unfortunately, if you do not have a label and you do not have a diagnosis, you are probably not going to have your insurance pay for it. So 
I wouldn't worry so much about the labels when you are using coaching because this is not part of the clinical model and we can just deal with what's happening in your life at the moment and how in this moment we can make changes in your lifestyle to do that. We don't take insurance coaches. Um, I don't think I know any coaches that are able to bill for insurance. Even as a nutritionist, it goes by state by state and insurance company by insurance company. So it can get pretty tricky. Even with uh, registered dietitians, it can get very sticky as to whether insurance is going to cover them or not. So for many of us who are coaching, the, the actual DSM labeling or diagnoses is only helpful in that it is somehow helpful to the client and that they are able to talk with us about what they have been given and where can they go from there. We do not uh, practice medicine, so it doesn't really come into our work. Now, there are all kinds of specialties with coaching, as I'm sure you've already seen. I had my business coach on a show. Now, he is actually a business coach, but goes into all kinds of other things too. Uh, same as when people come to coach for anxiety with me, I'm also a nutritionist. So the nutrition piece comes up. It can be very, uh, it isn't so clear cut and that's fine because our lives are not pigeonholed like that either. We are not just our mind. We are our mind. We are our body. We are our spirit. We are our relationships, our environment. And so in coaching, you have a little bit more space to be able to hit on some of those other parts of the life. So there's business coaches, there are life coaches, there are anxiety coaches. So uh, what is it? What is it that a coach does? What defines coaching? So there, I have a, a quote here from the International Coach Federation. And so what they say is coaching It is partnering with clients in a thought-provoking and creative process that inspires them for maximizing their personal and professional potential. Professional coaches provide an ongoing partnership designed to help clients produce fulfilling results in their personal and professional lives. Coaches help people improve their performance, enhance their quality of lives. Coaches are trained to listen They are there to observe. They are there to customize their approach to the individual client's needs. They seek to elicit solutions and strategies from the client and consider the client to be creative and resourceful. The coach's job is to provide support to enhance the skills and resources and creativity that the client already has. And I would go on and say about that, that coaching is largely about teaching. There is a lot that goes on in coaching that is information-based. And just like if you were being coached in a physical uh, arena, if you were playing golf and you had a golf coach, that coach is going to teach you some different ways to do things, some things through 
through their experience and their training that they know to work, that they know that if you move this way, you're, this is going to change. So there is a lot of teaching that goes on. But it is also, the nice thing about coaching is, is that it really takes the client is part of it. It isn't information just being bestowed upon the client. The coach is in partnership with the client. And there is a lot of give and, give and take and a lot goes back and forth. And it is a relationship. And so that in that way, it is very different than some of the other more clinical uh, ways of dealing with anxiety panic. Now, you do have other things that are going on because of anxiety for the long term, and you do need to be in your uh, contact with your physician and possibly your therapist, psychiatrist. Those are all great. But if you want to learn the lifestyle skills and you want to know what you can do today, you, just you, what you can do, then coaching can be very, very helpful there. Now in counseling, the counseling model, there's a lot of counselors out there and um, that is a, a different perspective is what it is. There's a counseling model and it takes the perspective that the client is the expert on themselves and that they be allowed to come to their own conclusions of things. So we've all gone to counselors at some point in our life, whether you saw a marriage counselor or you saw a um clergy that was a that was trained in counseling and that is excellent and it's a great it's just a different perspective it's less about teaching is what i'm trying to say so it and it is true that the client is the expert on themselves and that what the counselor does is help the the client come to a place where they can come to their own conclusions counselors and psychologists are probably not going to talk to you about knowledge or the information that can help with anxiety. They're going to help you, as I just said earlier, help you see that you're an expert on your life and help you to come to your own conclusions about things. And so this is where having a, a psychologist or a therapist and a, or a counselor and a coach can be helpful because the coach can give you the information so that you can come to these conclusions. Sometimes we do need information. Now we live in a world where there's tons of information. You can just listen to these podcasts and get a lot of information. This, this can be the ticket. And I hope, I know many people out there are doing that because I get the email saying oh, they just listened to the podcast and their lives have changed. So use this as the education piece. Use this as the place where you're getting the information, getting some more education, and then continue on and make the changes, whether it is through your, with your counselor or your therapist, um, and, and, being able to come to the conclusions of the things you need to do. But if you need information, you may also want, may want to have a coach. So let's just talk for a few minutes about how you could find what's best for you. Do you need a coach? Do you need a therapist or do you need a counselor? And so I say when it is around a specific subject matter, you probably want to be looking for somebody who is an expert in that a particular arena, such as if you were going through a divorce, 
you would be thinking, who should I talk to? You would want to talk to a divorce coach or a therapist who specialized in divorce or a counselor or clergy who specifically was trained to deal with divorce. And so it goes with many different parts of your life. Now, often we are just looking for help in our life in general, and we're seeing somewhere, and there are people who do that. There are life coaches and uh, therapists that deal with that more general arena. And so, but if you are looking specifically for work and help with your anxiety, look for people who do that. That is what they focus on. That is what they have trained in, that is the clientele that they see, and they can actually be more helpful to you because they are spending a lot of time in that arena. You want to find someone who can validate you and your feelings. Now, this is going to get very personal and specific. So you could find a, a, an anxiety or divorce coach or counselor or therapist, but you but you still, you didn't feel validated by this person. You didn't feel that they heard you. Um, that's important because this work is not work that's going to trail on forever. This is come in, let's get this done and get you out living your life again, doing the work out in the world that we've talked about. So you want to know that you've been heard so that they can actually be refining what needs to happen with you and the information that you need to get is coming from a place of them having heard you and understanding you. And the third tip uh, for finding a good coach or therapist or counselor is to find someone with experience. You want to find somebody who's been doing this for a while. And yes, it feels like if you're a young coach or therapist or counselor, it feels like the catch-22. How am I going to get experience if I don't see people? You will see people. Um, but if you are looking for someone, and this is really important for you, it's good to find out their experience. How long have they been doing this? And you know, what is their experience when it's good to actually interview your coach or your therapist or your potential counselor uh, in that first appointment that you make, you're going to be making a big investment of time and money, perhaps if your insurance is not covering it. And so you want to interview them to make sure that there is a right fit. Don't be afraid to do that. Uh, you are the consumer here and um, you want to be sure that you are doing what is best for you. You want to find someone who is confident, who feels that they are talking uh, about things that they understand and that they have been through and that they are able to get that information across to you, not someone who this is brand new to them. This is why when you are becoming a coach or a counselor or therapist, a nutrition dietitian, any of those kind of things, you spend many, many, many hours seeing people and being supervised through it where you are not paid or um, you are just learning. And the people who are coming to you know that, that you are just learning. And so it is a, there's many hours because you need to have the confidence you need. And the only way you get that confidence is by talking to a lot of people for a lot of hours. And so that is always part of a training. 
So find someone who feels confident to you. And finally, you want to find someone who is um, empowering, somebody who you feel after you have talked to them, that you come away with some skills, that you come away with some information that you can use, not just information that you read and are just going to let mill around in your head. You want to come out with actual doable skills. You want to feel empowered that you can actually do something different today. So there's a lot of different um, ways of getting help. There are a lot of different things that work for different people. This is all about what's going to work for you. And you could you can listen to the podcast and just get help. You can listen to the podcast and discuss it with your therapist. You could listen to the podcast and also become a one-on-one client with me. There's just a lot of different ways and don't feel pressured into one way or another. Make sure that this is going to work for you because the amount of time and emotion, emotional cost to invest in money and being able to to really know that I'm doing this and this is this is what I want to do. I'm going to invest. I'm jumping into this wholeheartedly then you will be able to make the changes because you've made an investment in yourself. And so make sure it's right for you before you do it. And like I said, interview some people, interview a couple of people. You got to find where where you feel comfortable because the more comfortable you feel, the more apt you are to take what it is that is discussed in those sessions and actually going out into the world and making the changes. And that's what Getting past anxiety panic is all about. It's about taking what you've learned and living it out in the world. That's it for today's episode. And before I read today's quote, I want to remind you that if you want more than what's offered here and more personal guidance, you might be ready for our group coaching membership program. It's a deeper dive into what you learn here on these episodes. Each month, you'll receive two anxiety clearing skill sheets sent in email. You'll also receive two live group coaching calls, which are recorded in case you can't attend. Those will help guide you through your challenges. And there's also a secret Facebook group for coach and community support every day, all month long. So if you're ready for more, go to anxietycoachespodcast.com slash group dash coaching and join today. I'd love to see you in the group. And now for today's quote. The way you come to fully appreciate the infusion of the spirit is to more and more come fully into the moment where this moment is enough. And that's from Ram Das. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 